Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. All right, brew some coffee, pour a cup. It's time for some more Coffee Talk. It's Bashomania! Let me tell you something, brother. He gave us everything he had in him tonight. What you gonna do when Bashamania runs wild? Oh, it's gonna be a good one. And business just picked up here on the podcast. Oh, yeah. It's pandemonium outside. With and my Instagram's blown up because people are like, dude, you need to vlog what's going on at your house. I'm like, dude, I don't have time. Just I want to. My mic stand's falling over over here. It's just all the dirt. Yeah, it's nuts. So we have a couple things to cover quickly before AJ comes on. Um, First is that we have a new sponsor. We have like three new sponsors. And we think they're all going to be like monster fits. This one, you're we only so. we're only going to tell you a little bit about our main one. It's called Attack. Um, they've been sponsoring the podcast for a couple months, actually, because I'm involved with them um, doing some marketing consulting. And in a nutshell, Attack is a sophisticated training app for wrestlers and other high level athletes. And it's unlike anything I've ever seen. And I'm not just saying that or reading an ad like it's really cool. It's both an app with a game aspect to it where you score points based on your workouts. You have leaderboards to compete and you can see like who's working the hardest. Like everybody says, I'm the hardest worker in the room. I'm this, I'm that. This is legit. Like you can compete and do things. I. How does it how does it track you or do you just like on you, a system? You get points for workouts. So you do. I mean, in so theory, I- you could lie. Do I need to wear my Apple Watch? Because that's kind of what stops wrestlers from so, doing workouts. Yeah, and anywhere. this it's good. It's gonna be interesting. It rolls out soon. We're actually testing it out. I'm gonna get you access. I'm gonna get me access. We're gonna start the marketing, the commercial. I don't want to spoil a couple of the athletes that are involved, but it's the best of the best. I want them to announce their involvement. But there's a website attack.app to sign up for. It's not launching for a few weeks. We're going to have the CEO on the podcast when they come on, but follow attack on social media, go to attack.app and sign up for updates. It's going to be cool. It's going to be game changing. Chenzo, Chenzo, Senzo, Chenzo may be involved (laughs) with it with, with, with an aspect that's going to be cool. So it's going to be super cool. That's why I'm wearing the attack blue shirt. Um, I love it. I love attack and, and I'm super, super excited for them coming on board. I can't wait. And Virginia is for lovers. This is my shirt for, for the day. That's your shirt. So for the day. shout out all the Virginians. I had Bill's mafia on over this, but I wanted, I want this on the whole podcast. So I think, I think that's my favorite shirt of yours. I, of, I love it. This was actually shirts. their idea. Um, they wanted to make like a couple dozen shirts for their team. And I'm like, this is sick. I'm keeping a bunch. So I love it. Coffee talk. I cannot wait to have um, a guy named Brian Heller will come on. Yeah. If you got a mug, you sh- you've already seen the attack logo. 
Like you've seen it. And you're going to hear more and more about it over the next month, especially when Brian Heller comes on. And if you um, don't have a mug, what, yeah. are you, what are you doing at this point? Yeah, go to bashmania.com. Even if it's just for your desk, for your office, support the show. Subscribe on YouTube. Buy a mug. Buy a t-shirt. Also, real quick, last thing, and then we're definitely getting into it. It's camping clinic season. And we've been talking about doing a couple different things. This summer is going to be really fun. But we launched like a quick landing page at chenzojoseph.com because I was actually talking to a guy last night who we'll talk after this who wants to bring you to a school and chenzojoseph.com. We got yeah. to make sure we word that correctly. But go ahead. Yeah, do a, do a camp for a clinic, <laughs> uh, do a camp here, which it's actually in Rochester. And That's it's nice. one of my clients. I'd be sick because I be told perfect. him it, there's a travel discount because I'm like, right. he can he can stay at the crib. Yeah. So that reminded me that if you want, I I've never been to a Chenzo camp, but I got to believe it's one of the best around. I've I've had good reviews, man. Yeah. yeah, that's that's what I've heard. I've been a fan ever since you put the inside trip photo where you didn't get the inside trip mm -hmm. where you were getting inside. See, trip. that was that was good content right there. That was that was fantastic. And that was great execution of content. Yeah, like that was like the picture in itself with the completely different caption. Right. doesn't work you um, nailed it with the caption so i appreciate that i thought i nailed it too so. yeah so if you want camper clinics with chenzo um just dm me or something yeah dm yeah. me or go to chenzojoseph.com fill out the form if you want to sponsor him if you want a camper clinic so okay that's that we got to get into this stuff because aj's coming on in a mm. few minutes um and, and there's a lot of different stuff come going on right now i'm getting I just got a text from somebody I can't say on the air, but they're asking for Gabe Dean's cell phone. I've heard he's on the move. I don't I heard that also, but I, I, don't, I, don't know. I saw Max Dean is in the portal. And then I saw Gabe put out a tweet yesterday about, hey, just so you guys know, more information's coming out about this. So I have no clue if he's leaving or what's going on. Yeah, I don't I don't know. I mean, I did see them at, you know, the last chance in the Olympic trials and couldn't tell anything was going, you know, going on or anything was off at, the, at that point. So I'm just as curious as everyone else. So. Yeah. And I wanted to talk Olympic trials, to be honest, like, I don't know that there's even room for it anymore. There's so much going on. And I feel like kind of like everybody jumped on it. Yeah. If, if you're listening to this, you probably watched the Olympic trials. So yeah, and it's fun to talk about, but like it was so much more fun to have J.O. on the show. Right. AJ today, surprise guest, might be joining. We'll see, hopefully. In about 30, 35 minutes. Um, another thing that I don't even know if you saw, I just saw it. Austin Gomez is back. I did see that, too. That's so crazy. I texted him because... Bashmania listeners know he came on here to talk about his retirement. And even as recent as last week, somebody said, had tweeted out, like when James Green did the joke about. Yeah, I didn't like that joke either, but. I, I didn't like the joke. When he did the joke, like, I'm out of the trials because of this, because I got a concussion, Austin's like, that's no laughing matter. So today. I, I think that happened to James Green before. What he it happened actually... to Nick with Nick Maribel something in 2015. Okay. I forgot the whole story, but there yeah, was. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember either, but either So way. I was texting with him and I said, what happened? I'm like, you might have to come back on the show now. Oh, yeah. And he said, 
he's def it's definitely something to talk about. He's already had wrestling media reach out, so we'll see how many things he does. I don't want to water anything down, but he said the main reason was because he knows there's a safe and smart way to train around the inju injury instead of going hard every day in the room. So that's interesting. I, I definitely want to talk to him about it, and I, and I want to give him the platform to talk about it. Yeah, and I, I hope he protects his noggin a little bit. Man. Yeah. And it's going to be interesting to see, like, if if he goes on. I'm not looking, and I know you're not looking, to just, like, one-up other people in wrestling. Yeah. Like, if he gets his story out there, that's fine. I don't – if we don't – if we can't add value or entertainment, we don't need to have somebody on. So if he needs a platform, I've already told him the door is open, open invite to come back on the podcast. If he goes on flow or goes on whatever and, and gets a story out there, that may be sufficient. We did have a wrestler reach out yesterday. And I don't know if I want to give his name out yet. No, nah, we'll we'll keep that one private. Yeah, for somebody else who reached out wants to share some stuff. So that's probably going to be Monday. Uh, we got a lot of different episodes. I know we have a lot of guests. So I'm looking forward to also. I'm I'm getting excited, man. Yeah, and the fact that more and more sponsors are piling on now, like we're mm. gonna start like releasing these shortly. And if you're a company if you own a company and you have an advertising budget you should be contacting us to try to spend your money with us yeah 100 percent. i mean what else would you want to spend your money on yeah and, and this isn't like i feel like Let's i'm making a, a lot of like asks so far in the podcast but <laughs> i i never say any of these things and i think about them later but it's true i had a guy reach out who owns a, a small business but it's national and i'm like dude you could potentially be on the podcast like this podcast gets a lot of listeners from across the country so if you have a product you can market online or what is aj you just asked when's the zoom call yeah <laughs> i hope i said i'm ready now perfect let's get aj in here yeah, I mean, I'm I'm excited for this one too. I want to see uh, I want to see you guys have a little flex off. You know, yeah. I think what we're gonna do. Are you Are you warmed up? No, I'm so out of shape. I got out of the shower and I took a look at myself and realized I should be the judge, not a participant. No, no, but see, like, but but if you participate, that makes it way better. If I take my shirt off, we will lose viewers. <laughs> Here's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking instead of me doing the flex off, I bring someone in on your behalf, on my behalf, right. and they have a flex off and we you can... you're in shape. You can participate. You, you have uh, the option hey, to participate or judge. I was in better shape a week ago. It comes and goes pretty quick. You look lean, dude. You look good. Hey, I appreciate that. That's and, the uh... one thing I hate about watching wrestling events is everybody's in such good shape. And I'm just sitting there, like eating pizza, shoveling it down my throat. And I'm like, this sucks. Yeah, drinking a beer, eat pizza. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm not a beer guy. I've had like one beer my whole life. I had a, but drink, I'm a wine guy. Sorry, a glass of wine. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, a glass of wine with your pizza. Yeah. yeah, big big wine guy. I'm uh, yeah. So I'm excited for this one. I'm excited for the couple of guests that are lined up for next week. And by the way, other wrestlers. I loved who reached out yesterday saying that they wanted to come on the show. And I know a lot of high level wrestlers listening to this. If you want to come on and share news, share your story, like DM us, we can't get to everybody, 
But if there's room and there's time, we're definitely always looking for great guests. Yeah, man. And it's, you know, we, we like have, we have our reoccurring people and everything too, but yeah, like we, we like to branch off and have not just NOWC guys all the time. As well. Right. Some <laughs> as of well. our, some of our best episodes I think are non NLWC guys. Oh yeah. And that episode with uh JO was awesome too. That just kind of goes to show. Yeah, that got it was such a pleasure to have JO just go. No time constraint, just go. Yeah. That was uh that was good stuff. Looks like we got our guest. Let's get him in the room. Let's get him on the podcast. Oh, there he is. He, hey, what's up, guys? Speaking what's of up, good AJ? shape. What's up, Beast? I was just telling Chenzo, the one thing I hate about watching wrestling is I watch you guys, and, like, I was in good shape from about 2005 to 2018. And now, building a house. That that long. Yes. That's a long time to be in shape. So I never worked out when I wrestled. Six years I wrestled, junior high and high school, was I never worked out. Probably maybe I wasn't that good of a wrestler. Then I graduated. I think I went through a breakup and naturally started working out and I didn't stop. But now doing this podcast, running the marketing company, building a house, I need to get back and I need like a trainer. Like I need someone to AJ, do you have a trainer? Uh, well, for me, it's mainly just my dad and me, but that's my major too, applied exercise science. So I am like so passionate about this stuff. Like I love it. Do you think you could put Justin through like a small workout right now? I mean, I probably could on, but like <laughs> nobody would want to see that. I yeah, mean, nope. I, I sell work I, in high school. I sold workout plans and like um, diet plans for like two hundred bucks each. I sold like ten of them, made over what two a G's. Hustler. Damn. Yeah, look, I love a, that. That's a G move yeah. right there. Just to like your friends and stuff, like just to like people on Instagram would hit me up and be like, "Yo, like okay. I want to get get in shape. I want to get like your legs." I'll be like, "Yeah, bro. I actually like do specific workouts, which." I sent them the little the same workouts I do. Like, did you say it's, did you say it's not quite possible to get my legs, but you can get kind of close you, with these? Workouts? I mean, I expl- I explained to them like people think that like I mean, obviously I have really good genetics. Me and you both, you know, we're just freaking Italian beasts. No, Ab- absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. That's why we just we're, we're performers on the mat, bro. That's why mm-hmm. you know four, four ten men say finalist, true freshman NCAA champ, bro. They just can't stop all the Italian DNA. You know, it runs in the veins. But but a long story they, short, though, just to be get back to seriousness. They no, they can't. But just to get back to seriousness, though, bro, like people don't understand. I don't think the progress it takes. Like they just want to see the results. They just want. They just see me into like, oh, this dude's a beast. They don't see me twelve to eighteen years old, literally two hours a day, four to five days a week. I am lifting like heavy ass weights to get mm-hmm. to where I am. Yeah. Like genetics, genetics definitely plays a role and it helps, but for sure the consistency over time is what I tell people is huge. Yeah, man, you put in those hours. That's a, you get good results from that. hundred percent. So were you into wrestling first and then you thought to work out to get better at wrestling or what was the path? My dad. So my dad originally put me in actually jujitsu whenever I was four years old. So I was in jujitsu and then. He put us in that for like self defense. Then we transferred to wrestling, and it, we just stuck with it. You know, it was just it was great because like we loved how like as a kid, you know, there's not really much technique. You just wrestle. You know, you have fun out there, and I just fell in love with it. And my dad and me, we just had a great bond over years, just drilling. And just my dad fell in love with the grind. Really, to be honest, he fell in love with me. You know, putting in the extra work. You know, drilling single legs thousands of times. And we traveled the country. My dad and my mom, my parents made a lot of sacrifices for me to get to where I am. 
and I'm just so thankful for them. I mean, I know Vincenzo's the same way with his dad's mom. They've made a lot of sacrifices for him too. I know Absolutely. that he loves them a lot too. So we wouldn't be anywhere without them. And like, obviously now it's to the point where everything's on me. You know, my dad's left the wrestling room and now um, Coach Smith is the dude that, and Chris Perry, the guys that like take that place for me. But for me, you know, it, the, the biggest thing that's going to separate, you know, guys like me and Vincenzo from our competition is just our ability to focus on mental toughness. And whenever the mental toughness comes, like whenever we have to pull it out to just do it, you know, and my dad always tells, always tells me that he's like, you know, we're like third generation Italian Americans. And like, we swear by that, like every generation, you know, set up like my grandfather had to leave the house at 12. So like, he's like, every generation works hard. So the next generation can be better than the last one. He's like, remember that, remember all the sacrifices that all your, you know, family members, everybody's made around you. And I remember that and um, God awards me for the hard work I put in and for being faithful to him, you know? Do you think that that mental toughness, I know you've had some injuries. I know right now your knees a bit banged up. I think back in high yeah. school, you had like an ankle injury or something. And injuries can sometimes derail people. And all of a sudden they're like, they're not the same after. What was right. your, what was your thought process back then when you had an injury compared to now? I mean, yeah, dude, I'm just going to be honest. Injuries, they suck, dude. I mean, that's the worst. Like whenever I got injured, tore my shoulder, I was at rock bottom. Like, it's rough. It's a hard time, especially when you first get that news. Like, um, for instance, with my knee, like, I know something's torn. Like, we have, we don't know 100% yet. I'm not re-releasing that. I don't want people to know. But, like, I know my knee's pretty banged up. Yeah. So, like, for me, like, all my injuries I've had, it's always been, like, really, like, and, and sometimes it's good. Sometimes it's like, oh, wait, God put me in check. Like, after one NCAAs, you know, me getting injured a little bit trials. Like, you know, my dad was like, you know, maybe God wanted to put you in check and remember, you know, you're not here to wrestle on earth. You're here to, you know, praise God and give glory to him, you know? And so I, I remember that and my dad sent me a video, like a motivational video just to keep me on track. So I just, I remember that. And like, for me, the biggest thing that keeps me strong throughout like having to suffer like six months, if I would have turned me OCL like a couple months for us in this case, or like, let's say eight months whenever I tore my shoulder, like the way that I persevered through that is for me was thinking about the sacrifice, you know, that Jesus made, you know, I, I could suffer for six months and be able to live like I'm like, you know, Jesus, he had to make the ultimate sacrifice, you know. So for me, like I think of that and I think about all the sacrifices that my parents have made in a similar way, obviously not that manner, but to get me to where I am, you know, I'm sure Vincenzo is the same way, you know, with his parents. I know his dad and mom have done a lot to get him to where he is in wrestling and like he would do anything for them. And that's the same way I am. So I'm like, man, I could suck it up for six months and push through this injury and come back stronger than ever and just grow in my faith, take this time to grow in my faith and grow in who I am as a person. Dude, I'm about to call. I'm about to call my mom after this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's awesome, though. I mean, you're absolutely right, though. You gotta always have to, you know, be thankful and trust your support system and everything, man. That's that's all good stuff. Can you uh, just talk about briefly just what it's like at Oklahoma State? Kind of just what separates that from other programs? Yeah, well, for me, I know you know. Obviously, it was between Penn State, Oklahoma State, Rutgers, Nebraska, all those top schools, man. And the biggest thing for me. I really separated because like Penn State, you look at the upper weights, they even had more upper weights, you know, NCAA champs in the last five years. What separated the school for me, Oklahoma State, was that I grew up, you know, with Chris Perry and John Smith. And like to them, they were like second dads or like uncle to me, you know, like I looked up to them not only to who they are, like as wrestlers, but as person, you know, like um, Coach John Smith, my head coach. I don't know if you guys know this, but he's in the Italian American Wrestling Hall of Fame and the Italian American Hall of Fame in general. So for me, that's like a goal of myself would be like, man, that'd be awesome being an Italian-American Hall of Fame, you know, someone who grew up with the same background as me, you know, he put God, family wrestling as his model. And that's the same way I grew up, you know, now I still have that same model. My parents live really 10 minutes away from me. Um, I go home and get spaghetti meatballs anytime I want. <laughs> so um, we're just 
I mean, Vincenzo's the same way, but he's at he's at Penn State, but like we're just old school Italian guys that work hard. You know? So um, yeah, man. So yeah, that that work ethic, you know, comes from generations um, of Italians. You know, people always they don't understand, you know, how the mafia got started. The mafia actually got started originally in Italy because a bunch of like illegal immigrants and immigrants were trying to take over, and like they were trying to basically settle down and keep their own people, and then it got out of control. But um, Italians, Americans are some of the hardest working people I think you guys would meet. I mean, there's quite a bit in the wrestling community, especially. Like, I've told people this. Like, there's a lot of Italian-Americans. If you look at coaches, wrestlers, like, and we just come from that hard-knit, like, hardcore, like, um, tough upbringing with our parents. And we're just tough because of it. And, like, it's just in our DNA, I guess. We're just, we're just gritty, man. We're just yeah. gritty. Yeah. I'm curious, AJ. You're, like you're exploding on the scene from a fandom standpoint you've obviously right. been around you've had success your success is not new to you but even us we were discussing you after the big 12s i tuned in for the big 12s for like the first time ever this year and you were and, and you were part of that and as i'm watching you i'm like man this is new like he's hyping up the crowd mid-match he's and i'm like this is such like a, I don't want to say it's a ballsy play, but I'm like, this is new. And if this I loved guy, it, by if, the way, yeah, it was great. And the sport yeah. needs it. And I said, if he wins, this is absolutely legendary. If he doesn't, yeah. the the crowd's and, gonna jump on him, shut yeah. up, and wrestle. Well, all that. I don't know if you guys saw before my finals match, NCAs, my post on Instagram. I called out Ben Askren and said I was just hanging out with Jorge Masvidal. I basically said "f you" to Ben Askren on Instagram and, and tagged him. And I, I put some curse words in my Instagram post. And that was hours before wrestling. That was, that was, bro, that was three hours before wrestling the NCAA championship finals. Like, hey. tell me that, tell me that's not more pressure. Like, if I lose that match, I'm going to get an insane amount of backlash. Mm -hmm. But, like, for me, it's like, like, bro, like, I've been putting pressure on myself since I was a kid. And, like, it's just my personality. Like, people think that I'm, like, all hype. Like, I don't know the difference. Between, like, people don't understand. Like, I don't know how Gabe was. He just does it for fun. But, like, my life is, like, the way that you guys see on Instagram. Like, that I was going to ask that. That was my next yeah. question. How much like, of this? Like, 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 literally, if you meet me and you would hang out with me for the day, bro, like, that's literally my personality. Like, no, I just don't. I can tell. I saw you no, yeah. proud yesterday. You're, you're authentic, bro. Yeah. yeah I saw like, you. What I, who I am. What I think was you in a crowd at Oklahoma State yesterday flexing in a big group and yeah. i was wondering like how much of this is like you turning on a character and how much of this is just this is me you're just seeing it's, it more because it's just me man i've always loved like i've always loved to be like a spotlight since i was a kid like i always felt like i was a performer like i felt like god made like people don't understand this too is a big thing like i walk around i'm six foot i, I walk around like 220 225 like 225 pounds eight to ten percent body fat like everybody's like why don't you play football i need a diet plan <laughs> I run, bro. I run a four six forty at that weight. I run a four six forty at two twenty, and don't even do any um, explosive skills, as in horizontal power. I focus more on vertical for wrestling. So, like, basically, like, if you guys understand, like, for me, it's like I have a passion, and I'm sure Vincenzo the same way because he's athletic too. He could do, I'm sure he could do different things. But I feel I left passion. out, but that's okay. But, I mean, maybe, hey, 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 no, we'll, not we'll me. work on it. We'll work on it. Hey, Thank hey, we'll, 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 um, we'll, we'll get him um, some injections of Italian DNA, and then he can transfer over. To the <laughs> yeah, portal. yeah, we. <laughs> We can get him right. We'll just put him, we'll get we'll, him right. We'll just put him on the spaghetti diet. The spaghetti diet, yeah. It'll, it'll, it'll dose you up a little bit first with that. Yeah, we'll, we'll it's go. Only muscle. <sighs> yeah. So, yeah, but um, yeah, that's pretty much it. So then it's interesting because, and I saw um somebody tweet about it yesterday, and we've talked about it in this podcast before, but wrestling, especially from college to senior level, where 
college, and this year is a little bit different because normally NCAAs is like 18, 20,000 people. And then, like, Chenzo's in the NCAA finals in front of 20,000 people. A few months later, he's in the back gym of the New York Athletic Club for a tournament to qualify for the Olympic trials. Like, the attention is is crazy. Given that you do love the spotlight, how do you balance those highs and lows, whether it's injuries, whether it's you like this last month, somebody tweeted it yesterday. Nobody's had a better month than AJ Ferrari. Like, how do you balance those highs and lows of like being in the spotlight? And now whether it's, you know, wrestling season winding down plus an injury, like how do you balance that? Um, I just think my parents kind of helped me do that. I think, you know, I mean, I really, everybody like asked after I went NCAAs, I got back to the hotel. Everybody's like, yo, there's like tons of parties. There's like girls and stuff. Let's go hang out. But like, for me, it was like, man, I just went to my hotel and I kind of like just lay down and just like was really emotional. Like I thought about like, I reflected on like all the hard work and like that, not only me, like people think it's all me, which I now at this level, I gotta, I push myself every day to deep waters. I mean, that's, what's going to separate anybody at any program. It, does, it doesn't matter what, what program I was at, at the end of the day, you're going to have to push yourself to deep waters. And thankfully I had my dad and Chris Perry's the one who pushes me, but you got to do it yourself, man. You can't hold back. And so well, um, we're going to interrupt real quick. We were yeah, at, uh, when I saw you at Olympic trials and I was like, yeah, I was like, you got it done, man. You know, like, congrats, like, you know, NCAA champ, whatever. And you were like, yeah, like I'm too athletic for these guys, you know, like I'm <laughs> like, I'm too explosive. And I was like, dude, you just wanted to win more. Like, just like how you won those matches. Like you just like up here, you just, you just wanted it more. That's how, that's how it appeared to me. That's just toughness and grit pretty much. And at the end of the day, that's just it coming down to you pushing yourself to deep waters. So that's really it. 100%. Yep. So, but, um, but going back to what you were saying though, about like the, um, how do I balance it? Like the ups and downs. I think for me, it's just, you know, staying reflective on like who I am, you know, like at the end of the day, you know, I'm the same person. It doesn't matter like where I am now. Like I'm still that kid that just loves my parents, loves hanging out with my friends. That's just outgoing. That just likes, you know, having fun and doesn't really care what people think, you know, that's just my personality. And for me, it was always like, man, I feel like wrestlers, like, before I got to wrestling, like my um, people would jump me football for all this different stuff, just because like I had a good frame for football. I have, I'm six foot. I have a six six and a half wingspan, so like that's good for middle linebackers who used to play for football. And um, but it was like, man, I love wrestling, and I feel like I can be like I knew I'd be good at football, but like I was like, man, I feel like God destined me to be one of, if not the greatest, I feel like wrestlers ever. Like I could have a big impact on a lot of people, yeah. and um, I could bring people towards the sport, like people who um, you know want to you know not only just for accomplishing things but who like character development like i feel like for kids wrestling is like such a great sport like it teaches them you know self-discipline you know living the right lifestyle you know even kids like if they're sneaking candy it's going to catch up to them whether they're cutting weight um and like i just fell in love with it with my dad and now it's just like man i work so hard and we all work so hard like wrestling is such a hard sport man like not lying i've done it all all different sports and i've seen it like wrestling is one of if not the hardest sports the only sport that really honestly could compare is ufc and I just think that we get so much, like, we don't get enough attention, you know? And, like, I personally love attention, so I love, like, flexing, hyping up the crowd. <laughs> I love having fun. Um, that's And same thing at, the, at parties. Like, whenever I'm at a party, like, I'm, I'm going to be known I was there. My shirt probably shirt's off. Getting, five shirt's getting popped off. Yeah, absolutely. Shirt's popped off. Yeah. So, um, so yeah. So, literally. <laughs> But, um, but yeah, I think it's just I, a lot of people have told me this and I knew this. I think I'm just great for the sport, man. And it's going to really grow up wrestling because like we've had a lot of these other people who are like in other sports who have really changed the sport in like good ways. And I think like, for instance, Carol Sanderson changed the sport, I think, in a big way. Um, People like John Smith, you know, winning six in a row. 
but I think I'm going to change it in the social media aspect. Like I have over 50,000 followers and like all I post is wrestling. Like if you guys yeah. look at my profile, it's like wrestling, yeah. wrestling, wrestling. Like I'm just trying to grow the sport because I know how great of a sport is and know how tough it is. But I think it's really, I really think it's the best sport, you know, for, for all aspects. I like that too. And wrestling is really, you know, we talk about media with wrestling all the time. That's like one of our big things that we cover and like you, especially yours is blowing up and, you know, we have a lot of other guys that are kind of blowing up right now too. So yeah, it's, it's getting there. It really is. It is. That's that's why in this conversation over the weekend with Jordan Burroughs, like I put out and you might be biased to John Smith, but it's like, I'm like, I think Jordan's the greatest ever because maybe he doesn't have the absolute highest number of medals, but nobody's built a brand like he has. He's been the face of USA Wrestling for a decade, has 650,000 followers. Like, that's a massive platform that nobody's built before. And that's a lot of attention. I had other Olympic gold medalists text me that I work with and I'm friends with that were like, hey, I'm so bummed for Jordan. Like, you're talking people in other sports that don't tune in to every wrestling event, but because of what a platform Jordan has built and the attention he's given to wrestling, it's nuts. And now it's going to be interesting to see if somebody like yourself, if somebody like Gable comes by and now who starts the platform even younger and then surpasses them because the potential's there. You know, Jordan kind of paved the way, but now the door is open where you got Gable, Roman, Spencer. These guys have over 100,000 followers still in college, still under the peak of relevance where nothing puts you over like college wrestling. Nothing. Right. You know, so... Yeah, yeah that's I, think be interesting. I think that's true. You know, I always looked up to Jordan Burroughs, you know, as a kid. Um, I kind of changed a little bit whenever he started tweeting certain things. I, had to I saw that. you guys go back and forth. Yeah. And Gabriel, go back and forth, but about. yeah, but it's it just, it's see the one thing that I, I know, Jordan, I, this is the one thing that annoys me a lot, which is the reason that I really root for Kyle Dake now. And I know Kyle Dake too. It's just like, I understand his views and everything, but like, I'm not going to post, like, I, you don't see me posting my political views all the time, like on social media. Like, I mean, I can, but like, I don't know. Whenever we posted that tweet, I feel like I was obligated in with at my time, my small, my small accomplishment of him being number one in the world, me being number one in the country with my small following. I felt like I had something to say. And I was surprised it got picked up. It got over 350 retweets. So, but like yeah. for me, it's like, like I, I don't, and another thing too, like this whole, um, like I don't understand like the whole black wrestling association thing. Like I never really got it. Like I, I would understand if it was like a country, like, you know, like for me, it's like Italian. Like, I don't understand why it's a full content, like, where it's, like, racial. You know what I mean? Like, why not just be proud of where you're from? Like, for me, like, it, it, like being Italian has nothing to do with being my skin color. It has everything to do with who I am. You know what I mean? And, like, so I didn't really get that, too. Like, he's always posting. Like, he's, like, when after, like, they had that whole, they had the whole picture with, like, the five, like, black wrestling wrestlers or whatever. I'm, like, yo, like, those dudes literally, like, have, I'm sure they have white, like, half of them are, are like, half white, too. They have white parents, too. Like, why are you just taking one side of them and like it doesn't matter what color you are if you're a good wrestler you're a good wrestler if you're a great wrestler you're a great wrestler and that's because your character that's not because of the color of your skin you know what i mean and like that's the way i see things that's the way i saw it and like i feel like just this whole thing about that is just like pushing things aside because i've been seeing a lot like like he posts a lot of that stuff and i see that and i'm like man like why is he trying to make this all about race like let's not focus on race let's focus on like if you want to focus on like like for instance francis nonganu you know francis nonganu and kamal Usman, like they're from like the same country and tribe from the same area like, those guys are from very, very close areas. Same thing with Dagestan, Russia. Like, I understand if you're from a country and you're like, man, dude, we literally sweat, like, they're from the same DNA, like, the same area. But, like, literally, like, you don't see, like, people doing, like, the whole 
constantly like that. I just don't, I just don't understand it. Why it has anything to do with your skin color? Like, like being black or being white. I think it should have to do with like your culture and like exactly where you're from, like what area. That's just my view. That's the way I see it. And like, I see that as not taking people. Like I've seen a lot of people see that and they're like, man, this is like, this is just dividing like people in wrestling versus me. It's just like, I'm like all hype for, for anything. As in like, I mean, you guys saw me freaking throw the first pitch at the baseball game yeah, and, flex, and, flex, and flex on the OU crowd. Like, and like this literally none of this has anything to do with like any of that. You know what I mean? I just, I just like building things up. I, I whenever I see people see that and like, I mean, you guys can see on Twitter, there's like a lot of, there's a lot of support. There's a lot of hate too, you know? So it's, it's both. And like, you got to get used to it, you know, as me and Vincenzo and, you know, rest, big wrestlers, we're going to have lots of haters, lots of people that love us, but at the end of the day, you know, I'm going to be who I am, no matter what people think, you know, that's my personal view. And that's, you know, stand for something or you fall for anything. That's the way I see things. But that's my view on the political political spectrum of everything. And people know I have my views. You know, I'm obviously I went to OSG for a reason. You know, I'm pro-America, pro-gun, you know, um, Italian-American. Um, Italian, people always say, like, oh, you're Italian, Italian. I'm Italian in my DNA, but I'm American at heart. I'm American at the heart. Like, I would never kneel. I would never do any of that. So I'm, I'm, I know the sacrifices that our country has made to get us to where we are. At the end of the day, if America and Italy would have gone to a war, I would definitely support America because America is the best country in the world. But but my culture is where I get the Italian from. And I understand people say, like, their culture of, like, being um, African-American. But, like, I feel like they're not talking about that. They're talking more about, like, just their skin color, which skin color has nothing to do with who you are. I feel like greatness – even and Jordan Burroughs is, dude, one of, if not the greatest wrestlers of all time. But that has nothing to do with his gun codes. Everything to do with who he is as a person. The same thing with me. It has everything to do with who the sacrifice that we've made. But um, that's just the way I see everything. And love me or hate me, you know, I'm not going to change who I am. You know, I'm going to have the same views from based on what I believe, what my parents believe, and what, you know, I feel like God tells me in the Bible. So I I will say, I mean, and I'm, I'm not going to, you know, disagree. or I will say, though, that, I think five, having five black NCAA champs was cool and good for the sport because wrestling has been a predominantly white sport, you know, pretty right, much throughout, right. throughout history of time. Yeah. And like, you know, there's, there's little kids out there that watch that are watching that. Like, you know, there's going to be some small black kid watching. That's that what I'd love. Like, Hey, like this could be me one day, you know, like there's people that look like them that are, you know, winning and in those positions. And I think that that's cool for them. Yeah, and yeah. I I liked what Jordan said about because you know I didn't grow up as a black athlete. So when Jordan says, "Hey, for me, it's important that yeah. you know my kid sees someone who looks like them," like I like that. You know, I, I, I like listen, that too. I, I think everybody has a perspective. I think it's good right now. We're in a culture where a lot of people are listening to each other, and I think that's a I think that's a healthy thing. But I also think everybody should. I think everybody should understand where everybody else is coming from, regardless of what side you're on. You know what I mean? Right. We're, we have right. a lot right. of people right now who it's like, it's my way of the highway. I, I'm a big proponent of loving and respecting those you disagree with and not yeah. letting anything divide. And I know for me, especially this last year, it's, it's trying to listen. It's trying to understand more. Like when, when somebody, I, I love Jordan, he's been at my wedding. I was at his wedding and you know, so when he speaks, especially I listen, you know, because I know him, I know his heart. So I think it's interesting to to get a different perspective to I love the point of it's important for black kids to see black champions winning because I would have never like thought about that because growing up, I almost took that for granted that somebody looked no, like, you 100%, know, right, yeah. right, right, but you guys you guys say that, but you realize that 14 percent of 
all Americans were African-American and 40% of the U.S. population is African-American. So if you think about it, the representation is actually pretty equal. I mean, if, if you look at the stats, but I, I understand what you're saying because you're saying most sports, there's generally more of them. But like, I, I just don't get why it's so evolved around like, like, the, like I saw, I saw them post and they put a hashtag black excellence as their hashtag. And I was like, like, why didn't they put like hashtag African excellence? Like have it to do with your country, your area, nothing to do with your skin color. Like, I don't know why race has to do anything with, to do with it. That was just the way I saw it. Like, I understand like the way that people see things, like almost like how I idolize John Smith, you know, and Italian American, you know as someone like your own. But at the same time, like, I know a lot of the technique that Jordan Burroughs picked up was probably not all from Kenny Monday or other African-American wrestlers. Like, I've picked up a lot of technique from Jordan Burroughs. You know, I looked up to him a lot as a person, too. Like, who he was. And that had nothing to do with his race. everything to do with his character, you know. But I, see, I understand both sides of the story. I, I get it. And um, I'm going to put my view out there, but I'm going to also, you know, like, I always tell people, I understand where you're coming from, as long as it's not some crazy... There's some crazy thought. There's some crazy people out there. Like the world is flat or something nuts. You know? <laughs> My buddy's a flat earther and he gets into arguments with me all the time. And I tell him, I'm like, there's no place for extremism in America. And you flat earthers, by the way, if there's any flat earthers yeah. listening, definitely reach out and AJ, tell us why. Like, AJ, just I, have, why. Yeah. I have a question. Well, whether, whether I'm saying, I'm saying the earth is flat. I'm saying that if you believe it's a severe, you're crazy. Oh, you think you joking. think it's I'm flat? Joking. I'm just joking. I'm messing with you. I'm messing with you. I'm just messing. Oh, <laughs> uh, this was went into a whole other conversation. So I got a yeah. question for you. You tweeted out a couple days ago that you thought it was 4-0 at the trials against Ben. Yeah, that was that 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 pissed that pissed me off a little bit. But I mean, it is what it is. I'll be fine. Um, for me, honestly, going to that Olympic trials tournament. My motto was I knew I could cut down to make 189, 86 kilos and have a good chance of resting good. But I had been cutting weight all year long. And like I had just done like a really big thing. You know, everybody was doubting me. I'd prove everybody wrong. You know, I went in as a true freshman. So it was like, man, let me try to get big. And like, I mean, I don't know if you guys know, like even Vincenzo, even with our great Italian genetics, it's hard. <laughs> hey. It's scientific. I, I, it's scientifically almost impossible to gain 15 pounds of muscle mass in two weeks. Yeah, I mean, it is. It is. I stepped <laughs> yeah. off the scale at NCA and I weighed 199 the last day. I got to make 213.9. That's the weight class. And these dudes are coming down from like 230, which for me, if I was in the offseason, would be perfect because I walk around that. But I had made weight like 15 times this year. So my body was just so shrunk. Like I immediately hit the weight room. But like you got to think I was already beat up from wrestling. So I was just like, let's just go out there and have some fun. And, and plus it was in Texas, you know, so I wanted yeah. to get back to the fans. I mean, um, I went back there and had some fun and I lost two close matches. I went. When was the last time you heard AJ Ferrari 0 and 2? And literally, as soon as I got off the mat, I've never heard it. I've never heard hundreds, it. Hundreds, hundreds, hundreds of kids were coming up to me asking me for autographs in Texas just because it's yeah. an area. And like, for and, me, and they're all doing like they're all saying, "Oh, we got to do the Mister Fe- the Fry Flex." Like they're the all Fry, like, is that what it's called now? Yeah, like it's it's changing the sport. Like I literally, like at my school, Oklahoma State, right here, at our softball game a couple weeks ago, we had a softball game, like a big game, um, against like a highly ranked team, and literally these two girls hit home runs. One of them did a home run, and her dad ripped her shirt off. And this dude flexed and said, "Yeah, baby, Ferrari flex," and yelled in the whole crowd. <laughs> like, like literally, it's having the like literally, it's affecting like the whole OSU team. Like everybody uh, in the OSU athletics, like it's crazy the, the impact I've had. And like people think like it's all for hype and stuff, but like, bro, like whenever you put in this much work, like whenever I'm out there like showing off my craft, I'm gonna you know have something like. Have, just, uh, it looks have like it's just you being you, man. 
it is. It. And I'm just having I'm just having fun with it, bro. Like mm-hmm. I always tell people, like before wrestling NCAA finals, I was in the back next to Chris Perry and John Smith. And I was like, there's nowhere I'd rather be in the whole world anywhere than right here. Like, let's go out there, let's have fun, let's enjoy these exchanges. And I tell people, like, wrestling is a fun sport if you make it fun. I mean, if you look at it as man, there's supposedly five million people online that are gonna be watching me right now. If I lose this after me calling out Ben Askren, oh my goodness, what am I gonna do? But but I always look at it as positive. I look at it as man, I put in so much work. I have all these people backing me. I um I made the sacrifices. I know I put the work in. You know God's gonna award me for that. And um let's go out there and have fun and let's scrap. I mean that's just my motto that I think of before I go out. Yeah, man, and I I dig it too. And back to like what you're saying with the uh, autographs and stuff, man. I so I wrestled one match of the trials, medical forfeit out after that. I yeah, lost I my fir- lost my first match, um, close one. And you know, there's kid. I I'm in zero mood to sign autographs. Trust me. So oh, I'm walking, I'm walking past, and there's kids, you know, like throwing stuff at me. So like, I feel like it's just what you got. That's got to be man. such it's, a cool moment. It's it's for the it's for the greater good of the sport. It's not not a super cool moment at the time. I right. wasn't I wasn't. No, not at all. Not at all. Especially after losing. But, but yeah. you think back on it, and like you know, I'm it's like it's happy. I'm happy that that's something I decided to do rather right. than storm off and be mad because i could have made some kids day for sure even though he had like david Taylor oh, autographs on there so, <laughs> yeah. so, so maybe not maybe, maybe not a ton but maybe they were autograph hawks maybe they're just getting like i hear a lot about these hawks some of those kids to... are rowdy though man some of those kids are crazy i was at on um, big 12s and this kid said that i told him i give him a hey your ncas that kid found me he went to the whole arena and found me i don't know how he got on the floor hey good for him that's impressive this- this kid came up to me and he was like, yo, are you, you're AJ Ferrari, right? And I was like, yeah. He was like, you promised me your headgear. And I was like, what? I didn't promise you my headgear. He was like, yeah, you did. You prom-. I was like, what's your name? He was like, yeah, my name's Dylan. I was like, oh, I remember you from somewhere. Um, I'll sign it. And he was like, yeah, um, can I have it? Can I keep it? And he was like, yeah, sure. I said, because after my finals match, but I was like, where did you come from? He was like, yeah, I snuck down here. And I was like, okay. Because <laughs> <laughs> I mean, with COVID, nobody's allowed to be on the floor. Like it's like right. super strict. Yeah. So um, so I signed it and then I gave it to him and I was like, yeah, get out of here before you get in trouble. I don't want to get in trouble, you know, but um, yeah, there's kids, those little kids, man. There's a lot of kids that love wrestling. I think it's really fun. It's good. And um, I'm excited for the next wave of wrestlers to have an impact, you know, the next up and comers in high school. And, you know, I think that wrestling is great because you get to show off who you are personally and you have a big platform to, you know, whatever, like, for instance, Nick Bazakis. I don't know if you guys know that um his younger brother died of, of um of a disease of cancer i don't know if you guys have heard about him but um, his whole thing is called um roman rest like roman greco like that's his name greco roman so um he wears his shirt and i think it's like a great platform for him to give to his brother you know his um brother you know being you know up above us you know i think it's great for people to realize that he shows like his sacrifice he has made for his brother you know that he loves him and i i can i'm just so grateful that he um, has continued to persevere through everything because I can only imagine what's like losing a sibling like that, you know, and he's such a great guy. Yeah, I can't fathom that. And it's interesting, too, because, you know, you mentioned kids looking up to you. How much pressure do you put on yourself moving forward? Like you're only a freshman right now. You still have three years left of college wrestling. Four years, bro. Four years. That's right. This year doesn't count. So I'm, it's I'm like the first five timer, man. Five, 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 five time champ. Five time Big Twelve, five time NCAA champ. Like, what pressure wise on yourself? Do you just continue the same, or do you put more pressure on yourself now? Like, That's I got to be more entertaining, more right. of this. Every time, every time it's more. Like, 
the expectations get higher, the pressure rises. And like my coach Smith, like I do interviews and stuff. Coach Smith is like, man, is it never too much? Because Coach Smith never did them. He said he didn't like it. But for me, like, man, it's just my personality. Like, bro, I mean, I don't know if you guys saw this. Big 12, whenever I was in the NCAA, whenever I was in the Big 12 finals, my match against Stephen Buchanan, who was at the time like top three, top four in the country, if I would have lost that match, we don't win the Big 12 championship. Yep. So um, yeah. I ended up winning that know. match. And I, and, I, and I went for the major. I went for the major. I ended up giving a takedown late, and I didn't get it. But um, I tell people, I'm like, yo, like, like whenever I'm back in the room before I go out there with some of my OC wrestlers, like I listen to hardcore, like rapper, like whatever it is to get me going. Like I go into a who do you, motto. Who do you listen like, to? Uh, for um, I listen to Moneybag Yo a lot. Moneybag Yo. You guys know him? <laughs> I don't know who that is. I know him. I I do. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's a he's I must a pretty be too old. Real, he's a pretty real rapper. I listen to him, and then I will listen to, um, just some like I listen to like maybe some. Trap, you guys know Trap. The um, they're like I a, don't. They're a group. I listen to I listen to like some hardcore heavy metal, but right before and then whenever I'm in my vibes, I don't know if you guys see me, but you can actually see that you can listen to the song I'm listening to. Like you can see it. Like whenever I'm down the floor and I'm listening to a song, like if there's like a song where it says dive, like I'm gonna dab. Like I'm li- like I'm like so loose. Like people get like hyped. They're like like before, friends before I wrestle, like someone like would be like. They'll be like getting all into it. They'll be like, <laughs> they'll be like beating his chest. Versus me, it's just like um, I'll be listening to um, Pretty Boy Swag, and I'll be just like swagging, moving side to side, mm. like just loose, just relaxed. Like I know I got this in the bag, you know. Like I'll, I'm, I don't stop my coach's hands hard. It's just relaxed. It's like let's do this, let's have fun, let's take this dude out. And um, it was funny because the Iowa State head coach, Dresser, I think is his name, right? Kevin Dresser, I think. Mm. Um, yeah. Right before I walked out um, of the back room, because he was hanging out there with one of his wrestlers, um, David Carr. They were like hanging out in the finals. I had my headphones in, I guess. And so I um, I said at the top of my lungs, I basically yelled, I said, it's time to take this mf out right before I left the room. And I, I guess I yelled, I was like, time to take this dude out. Like, because I, I had my headphones on. And then my coach came, <laughs> he was like, man, this dude don't play. Like, people think he's just all hype. But man, I, um, this dude's coming. Like, whenever I go on the mat, like, I'm like, it's either me or him. You know, only one of us is um, is coming out of that mat successful and with victorious. So um, I like to think about that. And um, I, what I do, people think of like how you get mad or angry or focused. I, I picture myself, I, I think about like right before I go, I like to close my eyes while listening to music. And I think about all the different extra sprints I did, all the, all the times I missed out at parties to go work out, all the times that um, my dad drove me, we did extra workouts, extra box jumps, extra tire flips, extra bench presses, extra squats. And I'm like, man, don't let this dude steal that. Don't let this dude steal all the sacrifices I've made. You know, I put in too much to not do this. And um, I go out there and I just freaking take them out. It's my motto. And now I saw you calling out Gable. Is that a yeah. potential? If Gable comes back at heavyweight, because you teased everybody with heavyweight, would you really go up to heavyweight? I'm definitely going to go up edge there. I'm not staying on my whole career. I mean, I don't know why I would. I mean, I definitely, you think about it this way. The crazy thing is um, I was hanging out with Bo Nickel after we had like an after party. I don't know if you guys saw before we left um, the Olympic trials, <clears throat> it was like a throwback with a bunch of famous wrestlers. There, were, everybody was there. You name yeah, it. It was Luke, like that. Luke, Gar- Luke Gardner was there. Yeah. Oh, everybody was <laughs> the, there. The, the legend. The legend. But um, anyway, long story short, though, um, what, what was that saying? I got sidetracked. That was, that you, that you're, was talking about, you're talking about Bo. Oh yeah, yeah. So um, no, we're talking about all these. What, what were we saying though? I forget. I was talking about um. You're going up to heavyweight, dude. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They're going up the heavyweight. So I was like, I was like, you know, 
me and Bo were talking first off. And he was like, yo, if you ever wrestled, you know, I'd ride you out. And I was like, bro, nobody rides me. Like, literally, like, the number one rider in the country, whatever his name is this year, that dude from West Virginia, he couldn't ride me for more than 20, 30 seconds. Okay, we okay. Oh, hey, hey, Penn State guys on top are way different than I mean, whoever I rest, West Virginia is. I, Penn State guy. I don't know how good Michael Beard is on top, but I'm sure he's decent. But hey, I, I don't get road. Hey, I'm too strong, bro. I'm like a freaking – I swat – I need to get you pounds. I Bro, we need look, to get you an RPC card. I, ooh, I deadlift 665, bro. You think somebody can wait, wait, down? Wait, Speaking of that, I got, yeah, some, dude. I got someone who wants to do a flex off with you real quick. This guy also has some uh, Italian-American pride as well. Yeah. Really? So yeah. when when Chenzo initially, when we were talking about you coming on, the discussion was us doing a flex off. I'm not in shape. Yeah, so, I'm not. I'm not game for that either. So I figured I'd get someone to take my place. Now. Okay. I had to find someone that I thought would beat you. That's not easy. No, it's not easy. So we're going to bring him in. We're okay. going to have you guys do a flex off. We're going to be the judges. I hope, I hope that he's ready to get beat. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yo. Wow. Look, look oh. at bigger, look at bigger, strong. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Whoa, no, we're about no, to have no. way too much Italian up in this episode, bro. <laughs> Whoa, way too much. I feel left <laughs> out much. on so many levels right now. <laughs> Man, Gosh, like why don't you just... bro, there's I don't think this is like help. There's too much testosterone on here. There's there's know. a lot. There's a lot in here right now. <laughs> I Gosh, suddenly... why don't you just dip out and then uh we'll figure it out. We'll let us be taken. Yeah, I'm, I'm just gonna go grab some of these dumbbells and just like try to catch up. Anthony, first of all. How are you? I'm great, bro. Thanks for having me on. It's a champ, baby. <laughs> Let's go. Hey, he said he said that um nobody would be able to hold him down on bottom. Like not like no one in our room. Oh, either. that's that's not what I said. That's not what I said. <laughs> I said nobody at one ninety seven. Nobody at one ninety seven. Okay. Nobody at one ninety seven. All right. All I right. just don't I don't care how technical you are. My fair. mentality on bottom is that's fair. nobody rides me. Nobody rides me. I mean, Bro, I, I, don't, I don't think you've ever gotten road Vincenzo too. Maybe once or twice ever. I mean, I've been. That's what Bob's about, bro. It's just like, are you gonna get out or not? That's it. And, that's him. And we're just, we're just so strong. We're just those big Italian dudes that just don't get ridden, you know? No. I always tell people, um, <laughs> uh, I'm a Ferrari. I don't get road. I give rides. So uh, <laughs> that's that's facts too. Yeah. That's yeah, my that's, motto. That sh that should be on a T-shirt. All right, I got they, I got a my, lot of t-shirts you can make. Hey, I got my money on Anthony Champ here. <laughs> yeah, I we're mean, we're gonna be the judges. I, I, don't, I don't think you guys understand like how like this works. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Tony. All right, Tony. Let's go. Let's go. Don't dude. make me don't make me rip this thing off. Let's go. <laughs> let's go. Pop it off, Beast. <laughs> we, we we need we need the full we need to Bro, shoulder strike. Season, I'm, I'm, I'm dead serious. Like, we need we need a full flex on. We need to go to I'm I'm gonna fly to Penn State in off season and we're gonna run like a small camp just so they can pay for my flight. Then I'm gonna go to a Penn State party and me and Anthony Casar are gonna have a dance off and a flex off. Both. Bro, the Penn State's not ready for that. I don't know. I don't know if it is either. <laughs> the other thing is, the Oklahoma State, they just embraced me. They love me here. Yeah, like, I think like, it's good that. Like, literally, bro, I'll pull up to a party, and I were like, literally, like, I was with the baseball guys, and they were like, yo, bring your trophy. They were literally, like, just pumping with the trophy and stuff. Dude, bro, they, like, love bro. You. they love you out there. Mm -hmm. They do. Bro, it's I, I think it's, it's actually, at first, I was kind of sad that you didn't come here, but I think it's a good idea, because I, I don't know if uh, 
the state of Pennsylvania can handle that much Italian jersey mentality so, yeah. in, in one radius. And I have it, tweeted- it, it, it's crazy because it really is the jersey mentality, even though I'm from Texas. Yeah, and I had tweeted out too during NCAA's because I was in Miami for NCAA's, and I tweeted out, "Man, NCAA should come to Miami one year." Oh, and yeah, the champ immediately tweets out, <laughs> "They are not ready for Miami and the champ." I don't know if they're ready for a Miami AJ either. <laughs> nah, bro. Miami mixes no, well with right. Jersey, so if they yeah. if if they come out and say NCAA's are in Miami next year, dude, you got another year, bro. Dude, I got yeah. another two years. I'm I'm coming back to <laughs> Miami. You, you got another year, bro. <laughs> we could we could potentially see this match too. AJ up. I don't know about yeah, all I mean, that. That'd All be, right, so be, that'd be a bloodbath for sure. We yeah. need, we need to crown a Bashmania flex off champion. We need one of your best from each of you, and we are going to crown one of you the Bashmania flex off champion. I... <laughs> Come on, we we need we need we, one. We, we need it. We need one. We... Bro, you can go to my Instagram. There's plenty of no no. Of no. We, no. Listen, time, time out, time out, time out. Let, let me say something quick to get this off my skin because um I'm a little mad at someone right here. So I, I saw one of your interviews, Anthony, the Anthony Champ, which um, you said that you, you're talking about lifting. You're like, yeah, he um he lifts a lot. And he's really strong for his age, but um he's not as strong as me. I want to hear what your lifts are. No, I didn't say that. I didn't say that. <laughs> Whoa, say that. Hold up, hold up. Because I'm literally, I don't know if you know this, I'm one of the strongest dudes in the whole country. Like I could do I could do powerlifting pound for pound. Like, oh, I with, know, bro. I, I could tell. I, I see a lot of myself in you, actually. Yeah, um, but I de- no I conventional conventional. Let me say this one more time. I conventional deadlift six sixty five at a body weight of two ten. I don't think people understand how much weight that is. That's talk- over three point. That's over three point two five times the body weight. No, that's solid. That's real. It's like solid. almost as much well, as me. All, it's crazy. All, all I said in the interview was <laughs> was for his age. That's extremely impressive. Um, because what what are you nineteen? I'm only nineteen. Yeah. Yeah. So. You can't really compare my numbers right now to your numbers at 19. Yeah, like, true. I, I, true. when I when I was coming up like you, like I was I was the same thing. Like I was like crazy in the weight room, like right. just loving it, just picking up anything I possibly could. Um, and then I started getting injured, and I, I started like dialing it back a little bit because exactly that's what happened. Yeah, yeah. and hey, it is shows. You, you're, you look like you're a little small right now. <laughs> I mean, you yeah, won't do a flex off, so you must well, that, be feeling. Dude, I'm not. Your I'm, not I'm not. I'm not in tip top condition. I mean, I got a little pump in just before this. So, yeah, I didn't do it. I just woke up. It's, <laughs> it's Friday. It's Friday, bro. What am I going to do? Wake up and just go Knock right it up my day? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I so, agree. but, uh, but yeah, you, you get to a certain point, like where you get to certain numbers. Like I was around your numbers as well. And like bi- biomechanically, like you can only go so much more, you know, Ferrari. So like my, my, my strength coach started dialing down a little bit to where we would like start introducing some variations to the lift where we we start doing like isometric holds or jacking up the reps. Cause like, once you get to that, like six, 700 pounds and whatever lifts, it's like, how much more can your body go before it starts failing you? So I, I haven't really reached reach those numbers in years. Cause I've been more focused on just, just trying to stay healthy and stay right. strong, you know? Well, it's all about genetics too. So like me and your genetics, I mean, you probably have great genetics too. It's all about yeah. like people don't understand. Like I've gone to bodybuilding gyms where there's dudes that 300 pounds that can't lift where I lift. Oh, and that's yeah. just solely because of my, um, my, I have very big joints and very strong joints and very big hips. That's why I can lift so much. I mean, I've trapped yeah. barred over, I've trapped barred over 800 pounds before. So, so like, I know like the pressure, another thing too, that's good for what people don't understand for um, deadlifts. 
Like everybody's like, oh, you're going to mess up your lower back. I don't know if people know this, but I have a very, very short torso and extremely long arms to my height. Mm-hmm. So that helps that, um, that puts less strain on your lower back. So for yeah. me, deadlift is a perfect exercise for me to go real heavy on. But just like you said, though, for wrestling, it's really not very wrestling related for you to do a 665 pound deadlift one time. Like for me, whenever I'm in season, like I, I'll hit like this year, I hit 500 pounds for 12 reps on deadlifts. Yeah. Like that right there. That's like that's getting into, that's like shooting a bunch of double legs. That's like, that's, and oh, yeah. I call it on um, explosive conditioning because it's yeah. explosive and it's a good movement, but it's conditioning too. So, um. I was yeah, saying bro. though, me and me and Frank Molinero are supposed to get a, a lift off sometime. You should come, all three of us. Oh, he's oh, so Frank, Frank's the boy too. <laughs> yeah, dude, he's a, a beast. Dude, that dude yeah, is a tank. Yeah, he is. He's a tank. He's Frank another one that's yeah. like on that on that same level, like pound for pound. Yeah, dude, I mean, there's he, a lot. Like you, know, you know, who's someone who I might be the strongest though, pound for pound that I was talking to. I think that everybody is um Soriano. That dude is insane. Oh, yeah, yeah, dude. 100%. For his body yeah. weight, for his body weight, like, like I know I've never met someone stronger than me, but he is the only dude I think that could do it. Dude, we yeah. had him here. We had him here for a year. And yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Watching him He's in the weight room and just even like wrestling with him, you're like, holy shit, yeah, he's getting strong. Yeah. You go up I and down like, the, you go up and down that jersey lineup, and there's a lot of dogs there that can pick up <laughs> big things. Yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> for sure. All the jersey boys. <laughs> Yeah, you you, you got to start repping Jersey for. I know you were in freaking uh, an Allen, Texas boy, but you were in Jersey for what a year? Yeah, I rep Jersey. I rep Jersey all the time. Bergen Catholic. Yeah, yeah. So Robbie, Robbie Howard. Well, where would you Robbie. go to school at? Where'd you go to school at? I went to it was it's called Montgomery's, like non wrestling yeah. school. Like uh, it wasn't like one of those big big uh, big times, but definitely still Jersey. Yeah, yep. Jersey baby. Yeah, I, I feel like Jersey is more of like a mindset too. Like it's just like <laughs> it is a mindset. Yeah. I was talking it's about like, this with like I was that, talking about like this with somebody that, yesterday. It's like that Conor McGregor swag, you know, we got just got that swag to us. It's you know? true. It's true. Yeah, yeah man, something yeah. different. Every time I'm in Jersey, they just accept me as their own too. So. Oh yeah, <laughs> very, bro. Very, my very my brother's like every time um, we we meet up with Chenzo, they're like. Dude, you gotta have this guy come by more. Like he's so good. Like, <laughs> I'm like I know, bro. He fits that jersey style too. That's yeah, why yeah. Shane Sparks calls him Captain Cool. <laughs> Cap, Cap, Captain Smooth, man. Captain Cap, Smooth. Captain That's Smooth. Right. Yeah. So, AJ, what would you think if a uh, dude came up to you, started doing a post match interview, called you Captain Smooth during the interview, just out of nowhere? I don't know. I'd probably yeah. start laughing. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> it's. Um, I think I honestly preferred meatball than uh, meatball. <laughs> yeah. Has somebody called you meatball? Best. Yeah, AJ. First time oh, I met AJ, oh, yeah, he called yeah. me meatball. Yeah, I was <laughs> gonna bring that up. About that. Oh man, that was alert. I was like, hey, uh, I'll take I'll take it. That was that was that was back when I was in high school. My first visit at Penn State, mm-hmm. I called him meatball. And he was like, yo, I'm going to kick your butt. And I was, I was like, back high school. Now, now, now I'm a little bigger, so he doesn't really say it, but it's a joke. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I thought I thought it was hilarious to be, to be straight good. up. I was a little upset, but I thought it was absolutely hilarious. Yeah. So. No, because, like, it's great because you're not a meathead. You're a meatball because you're Italian. Meatball. <laughs> Hey, we love meatballs around here too. Dude, yeah, I, smacked, I smacked like six on Easter. They were so good. Not, <laughs> not, as, not as meatballs. Yeah. See, see the, see, the one thing that I don't want to hurt you guys' feelings about is the fact that I know that my mom and my grandparents make the best Italian food out of all of the United States. Like, I don't want to have to teach you guys up. Bro, you're throwing out a lot of I that. Know. I know. I know. I know. There's, I mean, there's, I'm not gonna, there's I'm been not some takes. 
my uncle my uncle owns a far, um, pizzeria first pizzeria and he does over five hundred thousand dollars in sales a year that place looks, really? looks fire yeah do you guys no, do you guys freeze them send some up to state college we could for sure tony we can do a little I taste just, test i just, I just I, yeah <laughs> i just don't want to i don't want to throw the pizza up there and you got to me and be like wanting that pizza so bad because then you're gonna have to come back down you know Oh yeah, I, I never yeah, have pizza fair. up here, bro. It's just disrespectful yeah. up here. I can understand. Yo, that. I, I heard that. Um, it, it yo, is. Aunt, I heard that. Heard that. I heard that you didn't want to wrestle in Olympic trials because you were afraid to Gable. By the way, <laughs> <laughs> full of hot takes today. <laughs> no, I told you, bro. Explain, explain to me where that fear came from and um how how it happened. Like, did you see him in the hallway? Did he flex on you? Like, yeah. What well, like after the after the, the the first two matches, you know, um. I was just like, I don't know if I could beat this dude. So that's kind of where it happened, you know. I let my shoulder break in half. Yeah, oh, man. I, I know that. I've, I've heard how, that's a good how, tactic. How are you doing with that? You're gonna do on May, right? You just doing on May now? Yeah, I'm not 100% sure. Like right now, I'm just focused on getting this thing like solid because I just I don't want to have problems with it ever again. Um, yeah. But yeah. MMA's like, I'm, yeah, MMA's my career path for sure. It's just like yeah. when that transition is gonna be, you know. How, how, you know how tall you are on your wingspan? <laughs> Uh, I'm six three. My wingspan, I'm, I'm, uh, I don't know. I, I know, uh, it's probably like pretty similar to my height. But you have like your, your wingspan's probably taller than your height, I, right? I, I've had mine measured. Mine exactly is five eleven and three fourths is my height. And my wingspan, you ready for this? Six six and a half. Damn, pretty. That's pretty big. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that's prime time. That's prime time deadlift uh, genetics right there. So AJ, I actually had a technical question for you. And yeah. Answer this as honestly as you would like to. You're okay. You're uh underhook defense where you come inside and you clamp over top and you go in the crotch region. Hey, uh, f you, man. Hey, <laughs> hey, hey so, nothing is safe this episode, bro. So, are we recording this or is this just what's a the what, what's the what's the tactic there, bro? I literally. I did not even touch it, bro. I, I glanced it, bro. You guys pissed me off, man. <laughs> he's, he's warming you up for the flex off. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm getting, oh I'm getting you ready. Dude, getting you that, ready to Frank, go. that Cuban pissed me off, man. He tweeted it and he said, "Why are you grabbing my thing?" He tweeted. It. I was like, "Bro, you've seen the video. I barely even like. I was, I was thigh prying. It was, it was not intentional at all." Dude, I'm giving like, you a chance to defend yourself. That's all. And, and wrestlers, <laughs> wrestlers already get enough crap about being um yeah, whatever so that's the last thing that i need you know what i mean is for people to say some dumb comment like that that pissed me off man i was like i was about to tweet at him i was like gonna say go back to cuba but i didn't want to get like any crazy <laughs> backlash so yeah that's probably i already I already, I already, I already i already say i already say enough um crazy comments so my coaches have been trying to dial it down a little bit on social media because like if anybody says anything at me like i am livid like Ben Askren, he was saying a bunch of stuff about me not winning NCAs and saying OSU would even place in top five. And I was like, Ben Askren, bro, with the small amount of brain cells you have left, I would slow down because you're about to have zero brain cells in a couple of weeks once you get knocked out by um, Jake Paul. So Dude, I hope he freaking wins that fight, man. No, he's not going to win that fight. Jake Paul's going to knock him out. Watch. I mean, I hope he knocks him out, to be honest, because Ben Askren is just everybody hates Jake Paul. But Jake Paul is having fun with it. He's and and like Jake Paul is just hilarious. Like he is absolutely hilarious. Like Ben Askren just pisses me off. Like I see Ben Askren on floor wrestling, and I see him like talking and saying stuff, and like it just I just see him on there. And I'm like, bro, like just stop. And like I was having a conversation with my coach the other day, Chris Perry. I I said that I think you 
Vincenzo Joseph would beat Ben Askren in your prime. Like whenever you beat Imar, I think you would beat him. You're just, too, I think you're too athletic for him. Like, yeah, he, he has, he has barely any athleticism. And his, the only reason he was winning and dominating was because his scrambling was light years ahead of everybody else. Like mm-hmm. light years. Yeah. And, um, I mean, not that he, um, I respect him for what he did for the sport, but I just feel like nowadays everybody is so good at scrambling and everybody is so athletic. Like if you're not like, I don't know if you guys know this, this freshman year, you couldn't even climb the rope at his college. Like, you know, yeah, they have I, a rope. I did. Like, I did hear that before. I mean, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I, I don't hey, he, know though, but, um, all he was I great though. So that, I, um, I appreciate it. I know. All I know is that, um, if Jake Paul doesn't knock him out, I'll probably send up an exhibition between me and him. So, um, if he keeps talking smack. Let's get you got hands, AJ? Is, like, you got hands? Oh, yeah. Like, pretty, pretty oh. insane. I'll, 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 <laughs> oh, yeah. well, how did oh, you yeah. think that question was going to answer? Can you, can you shadow box a little bit? <laughs> I um, I want to see this hand. Te- I don't want to teach you guys my secrets or anything, but, like, I, I just got that. Another thing, too, for me, it's so easy because my reach is so long. Yeah. Like, literally, yeah. it is stupid, bro. Whenever I fight people my height, like, I've never met somebody in my whole life who has a long reach to me for my height. My dad is six. You probably won't either. Listen to this. My dad's 6'1. He has a 6'10 wingspan. 6'10. Jeez. You know how insane that is? Like, so I, listen to this. Listen to this. Talk about genetics. Talk about, you know, like the ape index. The longest wingspan compared to height ever was Sonny Liston, the boxer. Remember Sonny Liston? He had the huge yeah. arms. Mm-hmm. He had Sonny Liston ever. His wingspan was 6'11. He was six foot and a half. My dad is 6'1 and has a 6'10 wingspan. He's an inch and a half away from tying the world Pretty record. Close. Damn. Like literally, like my family is just a bunch of knuckle draggers that friggin' take you out. <laughs> a bunch of knuckle draggers. <laughs> yeah. But, a bunch um, of knuckle draggers. I, I tell people I tell people this all the time about um MMA and working out. Like people always ask me, what's the best workout plan? What's the best um yeah. body type for wrestling? Um, but I'm like I explain to them like you couldn't have any body type for wrestling, MMA or lifting. You just have yeah. to lift and you have to work out to that body type. Like for me, yeah. it's more about using my range. Someone like Vincenzo, who may be a little more stocky and tight, he's got to come in close if he's fighting and get those, almost like Mike Tyson. So, yeah, um, you just, sure you just have to gear it towards your, you have to gear your fighting style towards how you are. That's what yeah, I think. Focus get. on your strengths and, and, and capitalize on those. That's like, that's what it's about is using See, that's what you're what good I didn't at. understand with, with Francis, with Francis and Stipe. I didn't understand Stipe's oh, mindset of backing up the whole time. Like this dude, you're just waiting for him to catch you. Like get in there and try to wrestle or come close. You're going to have to come yeah. eventually. So um, that's 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 one dude that I really want to fight. I really hope he's still fighting when I get there because he I I I, I hate when people like like yeah he's good he's tough he's scary whatever he's but, got but, power and, but nobody's unbeatable too. People say he's yeah. unbeatable. Nobody is ever unbeatable. Yeah. Look at history of all sports. Oh yeah, and he's like he's got he's got some major holes like in his game. Like Ooh, when, when oh, pe- when 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 people overhype someone like that, like the the UFC loves to overhype great strikers. It's 100%. like a, it's, it's like that's a thing. all they, they do. That's all. Yeah. That's all they do. They love it. Adesanya, is, is, is he? And, yeah, man. Yeah, and and, to, and time and time again, like they put him against a good wrestler, like an elite wrestler, and they get dominated. So it's like, how, how many times is that going to take before we start learning that, you know, you 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 go in with Francis, you survive that first round, take him down, and hold him down for for twenty minutes, and, and bash his face in with some elbows. Like that's, I, I think that's that's what uh, I think Johnny Bones is going to do that because it's just like his. He's just so much, so much more well-rounded. 100. percent I'm excited and, for that dude to come. And going back, back to what you're saying, John, let's be honest. John Jones ain't even near as good a wrestler as me and you. Like we yeah, both know yeah, that. Exactly. Like no. someone like me and you, if we have even near the skills that they have, as in 
like stand up. If we can just yeah. defend ourselves and not get knocked out, exactly. I mean, we're taking. There's no way that dude stopping even me. If I if I met Francis on the street and he couldn't punch no. me, I would definitely take that dude down in a second. Yeah, just just yeah. his his wrestling IQ and body awareness isn't there like us. And that's why yeah. wrestlers, some of the greatest, if not, I mean, you guys look at Khabib, he's never freaking lost. Why? Yeah. Because literally he grew up in wrestling and that same mentality and that same body awareness. That's the thing that's so good with wrestling is like, literally I tell people this all the time for football, all sports, the body awareness of wrestling. You have to always, it takes so much balance, coordination, hand-eye coordination. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just great for all. You can't learn that in a couple of years. No, like you can't. I'm actually no. like mad awareness body awareness stuff like that i'm trying to work with some of our younger guys on that because they're just really? all gas pedal all go yeah. No, yeah no body awareness no finesse so that's something that we're working on a little bit right now yeah it makes sense mm-hmm. all right guys before we get off this are we gonna get the phone? oh boss i forgot you on this <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's been a, it's been a while yeah listen yeah. you guys are just i can't talk at that high level athlete level so i just take it and listen like everybody else listening for the most part <laughs> Yeah, it's this fun was, this to enjoy great, the man. conversation. Just, again, this is really good conversation, man. Yeah. Only if I'm, we get the I'm flex really off. We, hey, we, we, we need us, we need one flex. We need one flex. We need one flex from each. We need one. We need one flex, guys. That's, that's all to. AJ. That's hey, all AJ, Tony Baloney. You know what you signed up for, bro? Hey, there's hey. different levels of jerseyness. Okay, I'm the more reserved. You know, I'm I'm a cool cat. Uh, are you? Know, are you? So, are you? So, so, no way. Sometimes, sometimes I let it out. But are AJ's you wait? Are you the it, one who was just had a bachelor rose in your mouth in the steps on Valentine's Day? Yeah. <laughs> More that's the reserve that guy, was, right? That, there. Was, that was for a purpose. That was for a purpose. Um, but AJ's the more in your face type jersey, so he could, yeah. he could give the flex off. Yo, but did you guys get into did you guys get into what you what you were just at, that event you were just at? Where you were flexing off in front of everybody? Oh yeah, you saw yeah. that. Remember that? Yeah, what, what was that? Yeah, what was that exactly? Between me, Gable, and Gabe Carr. No, 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 no. The, what, like when, yesterday on on campus. Yesterday. Like oh on camp- yeah, this this lady was going crazy. She was like, she's like super, 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 super like right wing. Like like bro, like people think that I'm like really right wing in my views. Mm. Like I'm actually like somewhat in the middle. Like I have I have both sides. I see both sides. This girl is like calling all girls whores and like. This lady, she's like saying like all you OSU girls are sluts and stuff. And so I just go in the middle in front of like five hundred thousand people and just rip my shirt off and say <laughs> OSU wrestling. I said OSU wrestling gang, baby. This is my house. I said who's national? I, I said who's national champ? I am only national champ on campus. I rip my shirt off and start doing push-ups. I did a triple clap push-up. Clap, clap, clap. Did you hear that? Yo. You are too I, much, bro. That is freaking hilarious. <laughs> that's so funny, yeah. dude. No, it was hilarious. That's, she got, that's she amazing. Got she got pissed. I mean, naturally. She looked quite terrified. Yeah, she did. She yeah. looked up. She looked shook, too. <laughs> that's amazing. And then I did the good old um, Anthony Kassar kiss, though. Oh, yeah. Right here, baby. <laughs> there it is. All right. I'll give, you, I'll give you a six out of ten on that one. That's the best you get. We'll give you a six out of ten. I mean, the biggest thing with me, bro, is like I'm just so shredded. You know what I mean? Like I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings or anything. Let me take my hat off quick. But um, I don't know if you. Oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> oh wow. You see, look at my chest. Look at that. Yeah, dude, bro, you I'm, can see everything. Anthony <laughs> looks a little intimidated. I think he is. I think he's afraid. He's sitting back now. Yeah, he. <laughs> he, he wait, 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 guys, back. guys, listen, listen. I got. I, wait, wait. I got an itch in the back of my head. 
Oops, didn't mean to do that. <laughs> yeah, there's no shot. I'll take my shirt off so you guys can screenshot that and bring it <laughs> No shot. For those listening, this is available on YouTube and Rockman in video form. I highly recommend the video. <laughs> this is one you have to watch the video. <laughs> You know, the uh, video is no point. The, the um, title has to be Battle of the Italians. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, man. I love you it. Gotta, you got to right. wrap this up before we start getting yeah. in trouble. Bro. I know. We're going to wrap. This, this, this I'm going to start saying some things dance. on air. It's going to go bad. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank hey, you good for luck. joining. AJ, you, you the man. Hey, good luck, Vincenzo, with everything. Good luck, Anthony. Heal up, hey, brother. you too, man. Yep, keep killing it, brother. Hey. Take care, everybody. Uh, take care. <laughs> All right, boys. Cheers. See you guys. And that is it for today's episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed this conversation as much as I did. If you did enjoy this episode of the podcast, be sure to leave a five-star rating review on Apple Podcasts and be sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on more episodes. For more wrestling content, be sure to follow Bash Mania on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And follow me. I'm at jbash on Instagram and at justinjbash on Twitter. And the beat goes on.